2: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get
0: your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Every time I hear that song, I think of Johnny Lastman, Last Mental. He was actually invited to the Hall of Fame uh, celebration for that band. That's pretty cool, don't you think? That is impressive. Yeah.
1: He will also remind you of that um, every time you see him. <laughs>
0: Uh, yes, he will. You're absolutely right. Just like most people in radio, as a matter of <laughs> fact, it's absolutely true. See, I was one of the guys that I liked working with. Last Mental, because he was just—he just reminded me of some guys I grew up with. He always had an angle. If you, you know what sure I mean? Sure. If
1: you knew his motivation, you could work him like a fiddle. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they Johnny. were pretty self-serving. So,
0: Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. One thing I—I got to point out because I'm probably going to do this for—I don't know, maybe a couple of years. But we were just talking about different people, you know, Andy Kindler. He's one of my favorite people I've ever known. We're really good friends. He's a very, very funny guy. He's the nicest man you'd ever want to meet. But um, it just made me think of the Gilbert Gottfrieds and Louis Andersons. And uh, you go down the list of all the people we lost during the pandemic, some of the funniest people. I mean, Gilbert, Jesus, I had no idea he had so many. I suppose looking at him, you could tell he had some health problems because he never did look healthy. You know,
3: uh, you yeah. guys
0: met him, haven't you?
3: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Remember, they had to wheel him around on a cart at the queue. Remember that he had—they put him on a hand cart because he hurt his it's back his and back. he couldn't walk.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's
0: a. Or oh, you went 93x back then? Yeah. No, I,
2: I told the story before in the air where he—he he turned, he came around the corner and he peeked his head into like our small little shared office and he's like, "You guys got any aspirin? Oh, right. <laughs> his right. back was hurting him so bad, and yep. then he took it and laid on the floor." <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's, that's Gilbert, no yeah. question. That was Gilbert, I should say now, but I'm very, very... That's a part of comedy that, that makes me very sad because so many of the I mean lots of people during the pandemic checked out. It was really, really unfortunate. It's like a wrestler's trajectory sometimes. You know, pro
2: wrestlers for whatever yep. reason go at such an early age, and sometimes comedians they just man they they never get past that like that that 50 mark. Sad.
1: I, s- I swear it's sleep. I always I always yeah. go back to because if you're traveling a lot and you're not getting good sleep, I swear by sleep.
0: I could understand. You know, the only pro wrestler I think I know that's still alive. Well, there gotta be a couple more, but I just I haven't talked to him in a long time. Because I spent a lot of time over at Twin Cities Gym in St. Paul. I guess it wasn't in St. Paul, it was in, well, it was a St. Paul suburb. Roseville's a St. Paul suburb, mm-hmm. more than a Minneapolis suburb. So, But I, I think, literally, as far as I know, and I'm probably wrong about this, but Jesse Ventura might be the only guy that I used to hang out with that's still alive that was a professional <laughs> wrestler. They're all dead. That's sad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you're
2: probably right. Yeah, Ventura. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple other guys that are in the home that are just kicking around in, like, California or Florida or somewhere. But of all the guys that are, like,
0: Minneapolis-based, yeah, you're right. Probably he's the last one. I never understood why professional wrestlers always move to Clearwater, Florida. What's in Clearwater, Florida, that attracts professional wrestlers?
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, does the WWF or I guess E now do they have yeah, like a, know, a, a yeah. training camp down there? Maybe that—that's Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'll take a
0: look. They want to go back there because that's where they started with their training and all that. Yeah. That might be it. That could be. I tell you what, there's nothing more fun than hanging around with a bunch of professional wrestlers going to a bar. Though, my God, that's fun. I can't even imagine. Because everybody wants to wrestle them, and I would be the one going, you don't want to do that. <laughs> That's not a good idea. Yeah. I mean, these boys are big. They were some, my God, they're huge people. You guys you guys, spent some time around professional wrestlers, didn't you?
1: Only like the ones that came around for work. And then uh, remember we had uh, the, it's not the professional league, but we had like Big Cat and Eric in and some of the. Eric with the big beard? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's married to a friend of mine, and, Leah. Yeah. And, um, God, who else? Uh, what was the one we, the guy we, you kept having in? He was not a professional wrestler, but he was, like, what 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 level would you call that? He did a lot of uh, first wrestling. Tom, you had him in, and we loved him. Um, so
0: he did what? He did what with wrestling? He was
1: uh, not professional, but he was like right under it, and he did like a lot of. Um, the promotion company called First Wrestling.
0: First Wrestling, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I don't know what that is. You.
1: You it, we loved him. I think he had his. I'm gonna look into it. He was so lovely. Um, he used to come in once in a while. Um, really funny guy.
0: God, I mm. wish I could remember who the hell that is.
2: Yeah, man, the Richfield uh, Legion. They always have a pro wrestling like once every three four months. We go down there and hang oh, out. Nice. We eat Domino's pizza and drink Coors Light for like a dollar twenty five each. And there was a guy there one night who came out. He was the third act of the night. And uh, he comes out, and he's this huge, muscly black guy, and he comes out, and he's got a big smile on his face, and he's wearing the white tights, and everybody's cheering him on like, that's our guy, and I can't remember his name, he had a cool name, it was like, you know, Flash McGee or something, and he comes out, dazzles the crowd one of the best matches I've ever seen and then he gets out of the ring and people he's high-fiving and whatnot. well three matches later you know they bring out the guy and they bring out the next guy and there's people that are clapping and then the the, the dazzling dude Flash McGee comes out, but this time he's in black tights and he's a, the, the bad guy he's a different character <laughs> Whoa. and I'm like what is this? and people are booing him and throwing stuff at him and I'm like what is going on <laughs> so afterwards I chatted with him and I said hey man that was a great show that was amazing I have to ask what's up with you coming out after and he goes man one of the wrestlers bailed, and they needed a heel. Oh, so that's I just
1: so funny. So I just
2: came out. I was like, okay, maybe next time don't do that on the same show because, like, half of us were looking around going, isn't this the same dude we saw three matches ago?
0: Yeah. What that happens, man, uh, you know, you, you put a feather bow on, it changes everything.
2: Totally, yeah. yes, you're totally right, yep.
1: Was it Colt <laughs> Cabana? Was it Colt Cabana we had on? Does that it, sound that familiar?
0: Sound for, no, it doesn't. Okay. Colt, Colt does, but not Cabana. Okay. All right. I don't know, man. Hmm. We gotta. I gotta think about that because I, I don't know who that would have been. Because obviously, we used to have uh, Animal and Hawk in all the time. <sighs> Jesse used to come in. I mean, all those guys used to come in. I, well, like I said, I lifted weights with them forever, so they'd come by, and I tell you, that Twin Cities gym over there in Roseville, my God, that was a fun place to hang out. Would, you know, gym guys, you know, the other one up in Camden my, that my buddy ran for a long time. Being around a gym, and if you're not the strongest guy there, it's a ball, because you watch these people, and then you watch other people try to do what they just did, and they got no shot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Why sure. would
0: you think you could do that? It's like, mm-hmm. if, yes, I'm going to go bench press 600 pounds. No, you're not. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> That's just how it. But I will tell you, honestly, very, very few, like Scott Ledoux was a friend of mine, professional boxer, tough son, bitch, no, and one of the nicest guys you'd ever want to meet. Not You wouldn't want to piss him off, though, because he did this... Did you ever meet Scott Ledoux? Mm-hmm. Either one of you? No. Uh-uh. His hands were the size of sledgehammers. Just gigantic fit. When he made a fist, it was gigantic, like a bowling ball for Christ's sake. Um, and people, for some reason, I don't know why, but they would poke the bear, and I'd, I'd literally go over and go, you got to stop doing that. You, seriously. Why don't you go get three friends, then you and I, and all five of us get got our ass kicked picking on him. What do you think of that? Because <laughs> if you're going to do it one-on-one, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. So shut up. But, yeah, Scotty, we miss Scotty. I just had a note sent to me. And I don't want to say what it, I can tell you what it's about, but I can't say who it is because I'm, I'm trying to find something and I'll mention it to the during the next uh, thing. But somebody very close to us died this morning. Oh, no. Oh, no. I got I to gotta figure out if it's true. Because that might be another one of those deals where they're just making it up and it, they just sent it over. Although it came from a news service, so you'd think it would be real, right?
2: Yeah, usually, I don't know, sometimes you read these things, it was like, I I can't remember exactly who it was, but I I think it was like, Kevin Bacon one day put out, uh, I just read it out of nowhere, it said, uh, uh, despite what some of the newspapers might say, I am in fact not dead. And I was like, what's up? (laughs) And then I went back and like, there was this fake report going around that Kevin Bacon had died.
0: Oh, I remember that, yes. Mm mm-hmm. I gotta be honest with you. I, I, I just, yeah, I I do remember that whole thing. He, I, I, we had he and his wife Kira Sedgwick. Yeah, they were on the show one time. Just, um, brilliant, no question about it. Uh, so sorry, I'm a little bit distracted, but I'm trying to find out this true or not, and I can't find it, so I'm just ignore it for now. And during a break, maybe I'll mention who it was, but it's somebody all three of us know. Uh, hmm. I'll okay. uh, I'll just. Keep, it was just such a shock to see that pop up on my screen. And it was from uh, one of the news services. It wasn't a personal email, it was a news service alert. So once I've, I, and I don't want to say who it is in case it's not true because. Yeah. His family and friends of mine, and I don't want to upset anybody if it turns out that it's not true. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and that's always the worst when you find out secondhand from somebody about somebody close, you know? Yeah. Uh, man, one of my, my best friends, his dad had passed away, and before he had a chance to call and tell me, his wife had posted online, like on Facebook, about the passing of her, her father-in-law. Oh, and yeah. I, I was a little upset, like, hey, could you maybe wait until the checklist of people who need to know this stuff is done before you put it on Facebook and yeah. then you find out through, you know, a yep. second-hand social media?
0: It's exactly what I'm, try- I'm talking about. I just yeah. saw it. I'm looking at the local newspapers and I don't see a word about it. So I'm not going to sure. come close to saying this until I find out. But why would they send that out if it's not true? That's kind of weird.
2: Yeah, you know, TMZ sometimes they will definitely yeah. jump on stories way before it is out to the rest of the public. And half the time, like the one thing I do even though I hate to say this, even though there's the one thing I kind of do respect about TMZ is that mm-hmm. they are very accurate when it comes to their reporting. Even though it might be salacious and it might be gossip and dribble, it they're very accurate and they get it out before anybody else does.
0: Yeah. Well, there, and there you go. I, I, you know what? I've got to be honest with you. Most people, I think, do like TMZ. Some people can't stand it. I, I don't mind it. There's, it's kind of entertaining, and mm-hmm. I think they do a pretty good job, actually. I would have to agree with you on that one. A pretty, you know, I, I don't watch it very much. Is is it on, it's got to be on streaming somewhere, isn't it?
2: It's on Fox on during the day. I know they do the live hit at like 11 a.m. on Fox. And then I think they have like the recorded version after that. Mm. But yeah, they're you know, they're, they're very macabre stuff that they put out is hard to, to, you know, when especially like when Chester Bennington, amazing singer, lead singer of Linkin Park, when he passed away, oh, yeah. they almost got a little too in depth with it where I was like, I don't Need to know all this information but the funny stuff where you know um a, a guy like james conn is walking down the street in hollywood boulevard and they stop him <laughs> and they have a chat with him and he gives a great gives a great drop and you know just a, a little sound bite i love those little moments because they're very funny and they they kind of know what they are
0: yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. And, oh, poor, just as you were delivering <laughs> the punch, he's like, "Oh
1: yeah!" yeah. Turn my mic off. I have
0: to. You can still hear you right through the yeah. wall. Oh,
1: I'm sorry, you guys. I'm tr- I keep waving to him to turn my mic off. I'm oh, trying. Oh,
0: poor mm-hmm. Britt. Brit.
1: I'm like numbing my throat. I'm doing it all. Ugh.
0: What do you think of it? Because Catherine is sick again. And I, I mean, she's had like five colds this winter
1: yeah i'm I'm with you I swear the hell is that? it's all the kids going back to daycare and being oh, full sure. in and all this stuff but yeah um I'm feeling better, but man this cough is sticking around and having a cough in public is the worst feeling ever because everybody looks at you like you're a monster.
0: Oh yeah, you're like oh yeah you're gonna poison them
1: I know I'm like I have to grocery shop I'm sorry I'm here
0: It's all true. Um, oh, thanks for, thanks for sending this over, Rudy. I appreciate it. Uh, to the show, Tom Bernard Morning Show. You all need to watch History of Swear Words on Netflix. Oh. It's outstanding and educational. I feel better accidentally swearing in front of the kids. Yeah. There you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that you get some backstory on all the bad words that you say, go for it. See?
0: I love that Nicole Wilson is the uh, young woman's name. But I love that because it's very, very... I feel better accidentally swearing in front of the kids. Like, yeah, absolutely. We will definitely. It's called the History of Swear Words. It's on Netflix. Uh, you have you guys seen that? No, it sounds great. I think I would. I think I would enjoy that. Uh, yeah, Woody, you you, you would love that. I don't swear ever.
1: No, because you love word origins.
0: I do love word origins. That's where did that word come from. And I do actually swear a lot. I just lied about that. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I know that. But uh, you do love, like, that's that's why I thought you'd love it, is like, you love word origin for
0: sure. I do, and how they came about, and great use of them and all the rest of it, because so many people use, misuse so many words now. And it's not like I'm some English professor or something. That's not what I'm saying. But a lot of people, it's like, that's not even close to what that word really means. They, they like pick out a word or something. Yeah. I don't know where, where they got that idea. It's like, no, that's not what that word means at all. But, and I think I did that because, well, I taught myself to read when I was four. And I don't know why I did that. I just thought everybody did that. So I've always been a really huge fan of words. I just, I love language and words and all that stuff. Is that weird?
1: I don't know if it's weird. It's, it's, it's um, something that I've always noticed with you. You always want to know where that comes from. You just want more information, especially like it makes sense. This is where you have thrived. And so you want to know. Yeah. yeah, And I think it sticks with you more when you know the origin of it
0: mo definitely.
1: No, definitely.
0: Rudy, I love this. We get a lot of uh, a lot of emails and texts this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of uh, yeah. If you just go
2: to the app and you go to send feedback to the show, you can uh, drop us a line and uh, you know make a comment on any of the topics that we're talking about.
0: Yeah, we love that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that it, once again, now we have a new uh, the history of swear words on Netflix. I'll be watching that tonight, as a matter of fact, because. They come from pretty interesting places, I will tell you. A lot of them, it's like, rue. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are a lot nastier than you think they are, to tell you the truth. Um, this is from Eric Perez. Oh, my God, it's Dr. Perez. Pardon me. What the hell are you doing? Uh, what do you got? Eight ten in the morning, and uh, you've decided to listen to this show? What <laughs> the hell's the matter with you, Doctor? Yeah,
1: you could be saving the world. You're wasting your time.
0: <laughs> exactly. You should be saving the world. Dr. Perez uh, says to the Tom Bernard, Morning show, Tommy, I'm with you on Yellow Jackets. The wife had me try it. After one episode, I told her I would rather clean up the dog poop left over the winter <laughs> months than watch any more of that show. <laughs> Eric, I don't know what it is, or Dr. Perez I don't know what it, I just I don't like it. I've seen two episodes and I find it really boring. Is that weird? Because it's supposed to be very action packed and this and that and the other thing. And I just and so have you guys seen it?
1: No, I haven't seen it yet. And okay. I I have people that I really trust telling me it's good. So
0: yeah, a lot of people like it.
1: I'm a little I'm a little worried. Um, have you gotten to the morbid parts yet?
0: Uh, the first episode's a morbid part because oh, okay. there's a plane crash. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I know uh, that there's a lot of really dark stuff in there, and I usually like yeah. that.
0: Is there a, uh, what was the name of that I think it's based on, or at least they got the idea from a plane crash of a bunch of athletes, I think in the Andes about 30 years ago. Does that ring a bell to you guys?
1: Hmm. Not really.
2: No, I remember the movie Alive, oh. but let me see yeah. if I can come up with something.
0: I think that's what that movie was based on. I think it was a bunch of uh, athletes, female athletes, flying in the Andes, and the plane crashed. And they ended up, like, eating the dead people. Otherwise, they would have starved to death. Yeah, yeah that's a true story. That actually did happen. And I think it was in the Andes, but I'm not sure. I do not know if that's true or not. So, I'll just stay the hell away from the truth. What do you think?
1: Uh, I I think that that's a that's a it's weird how all this has become now part of. The equations to make shows like how we are yeah. so, like the we are desensitized and and I and I, it's bad because I love that kind of stuff, um, but yeah, oh, it's dark.
0: I know that Andy got upset with me yesterday because I keep saying because Andy gets a lot of his information obviously from the internet. Mm-hmm. He loves finding information. Andy's a very very smart kid and he, yeah. he loves that kind of thing. Yeah, but I said and I, and I'm very serious about this. Digital is going to destroy the world, whether they say it's AI or whatever it is. But people have gotten much, much, much meaner since they can run their mouths on social media. You've noticed that, haven't you?
1: Yeah. And again, it's where you look, and and you can't take it that. It? Yes, it's where you look, and it's you like the thing is, you can start combing through your social media like. If I if somebody's driving me crazy, I will unfollow them. You don't even have to block them. You can just unfollow them, and it won't show up on your feed. Or like, are you just yeah. can't take it that seriously? Like people will write me, and if they write something, I go whatever. And you can't take it as a human interaction. It's not the same weight. It's not.
0: Oh no, no, I understand that. Yeah, I'm just talking about they put out false stories about the Like I'm what? That's why I didn't report when this, that popped up on my screen, even though it was from a news service. Yeah, I was not going to read the name of the person who supposedly died because it might not be true. Yeah. So that's the part, you know. The misinformation. Uh, the mis- yeah. yeah. The misinformation part makes me a little nervous. It does, and
1: it, and it should because, yeah, I think, I, I think hopefully we're getting better. When the internet first came out, do you remember? People, there was no fact-checking. It was just immediately right, right. just, yeah, I heard it, and it, I got to be the first one up there. At least there's now credible sources that want to confirm the stuff before they throw it out yeah, there. Yeah, that's good. Um, they're learning because you can get in a lot of trouble, and as you should.
0: Okay, I just saw a headline, Okay. and I don't know why someone would do this. Uh-oh. And I, I got to be honest with you. I must be a weirdo because I would never do any of the stuff that people do to one another. I, I just would never even think of doing I don't want to be that involved anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's an example I'm talking about. I've never heard of this in my life. Maybe you guys have. I would never do this. 31% of people have tried to close an elevator on someone's face. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> why, why would you do that?
2: You know what? Uh, Thirty, eh, About 29% of that was my high school friends. I always. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> oh, okay. who it was. yeah. Hmm.
0: Uh, this has surely happened to you. You're on an elevator. The doors are about to close and someone else is rushing up. Do you try to hold the door or do nothing or secretly push the close button? <laughs> I actually do block the door for them. Yeah. I always do that. Yeah, yeah. But by the same token, I call people sir and ma'am. And now you're not supposed to do that anymore either but but I was taught as a little boy that you'd be respectful to people and help people out. Right?
1: Yeah, but do you ever have a sense of panic when you're alone with somebody in an elevator? No. Yeah. That's kind of a guy privilege you don't really realize. Sure. Like that's I don't always... I suppose, yeah. And it's rare for me. It's really... And I'm not going to act like it happens to me every day. It's really rare. But there are moments in my life I've been alone in an elevator. And, like, doesn't even mean this person's giving off anything. You just have a moment being like, oh, don't love this. Don't love this. And then it's fine.
0: But I have a question for you. What? You could beat up most men that I know. That's why what I said, do you care? It
1: doesn't happen to me often.
0: <laughs> okay, well, now there's the truth. <laughs> you could. I bet you could kick about half my friend's asses. I bet you could.
1: And if I can't, I'll try. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. I've seen it happen before. Uh, so a new poll asked people uh, if they've ever intentionally hit the button to close an elevator's door. No, I never have. Uh, and if you guys don't want to tell me, that's fine, because I'd consider you pricks from this day on. I
1: you don't, know. I don't I ever have but I I could I could see myself fighting the urge to if you're like not like purposely but if you're like oh okay fine
0: uh, so in any case, 31% of people admit they've done that. 61% of people claim they haven't. The most, uh, the people most likely to admit it, uh, are millennials from the Northeast while boomers from the Midwest are the least likely to do it. I, I would believe that's probably true. Yeah. Millennials from the Northeast and boomers from the Midwest yeah. doing the exact opposite. Yep. 36% of people say they think it's happened to them, someone else has closed the doors on their face. But here's the thing, only 43% of people think close the door buttons actually work. Yeah. 25% think they do nothing. So you don't think they do anything.
1: No, I don't think they do anything. I think they the, the elevator has its time, it's timing down and it that button is just to make you feel better. For sure, I don't think it does anything.
0: Yeah, they're saying that 12% think they actually slow the process of closing the doors if you hit the closed door button. (laughs) Well,
1: I don't believe that. But you know what? I am so much less of an asshole if I just leave five minutes early to everything. Because I become such a jerk when I'm running late with my anxiety of wanting to get places on time. But if I just leave, I'm nice. I'll hold the elevator from you. I will let you merge in front of me. But when I'm running late on my own decisions that I made of bad timing... Then I'm an asshole. I'm an ash hat.
0: Ash hat. She's an ash hat. This is a different story, but it's it was connected to the story I just read, and I'm not going to read all of them. But uh, the top five things you never want to hear in an elevator. Oh no. This might be what you were talking about. Uh, I haven't seen him yet. Uh, Brittany. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't want to hear this. I get on an elevator and somebody goes, "Baby shark, doo 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 doo, doo, doo. No, I don't yeah. want to hear that. You're right.
1: Yeah,
0: you're right about that. Have you ever watched that whole thing with a little kid?
1: Of course, mm-hmm. like forty thousand oh, times.
0: It goes on and on and on. Yeah. Uh, damn, this flesh-eating bacteria really burns. Mm-hmm. Actually, that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> I would <don't> like that. <laughs> Mommy, look how all the buttons light up when I touch them. Oh, I've had that happen to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, little kid. That's the worst. Uh, Knuckle cracking time. Heads up, folks, I get IBS when I'm (laughs) claustrophobic. (laughs)
1: That's a lot of information from a person.
0: really is, absolutely. This tuna sandwich looks too good to wait until I get back to my desk. Yeah, tuna in an elevator would be rather odiferous, don't you think? Yeah. That put out a little smell. Marco... I don't get it. Polo. Marco?
1: Like if they're shutting their eyes and flailing their arms around, oh, you play Marco Polo.
0: Oh, I see. Where's my companion, Tarantula? Anyone got a bucket? My bladder won't make it to the seventh floor. Yeah. No, I, I don't have a bucket on me. I'm sorry. Did we just stop moving? I didn't know the Viagra would work this fast. Now you're starting to make them up. Nobody ever said that on an elevator. No. You're making it up now.
1: Any reference to the your anatomy, I'm out.
0: And the whole reason they did this story in the first place was the very last one. Things you never want to hear on an elevator. Hey, little fella, I'm the Dalai Lama. Oh, <laughs> That's kind of cool.
3: That's cool. Oh, <laughs> too that soon.
0: Is <laughs> it is. All right, we've got to take a break here. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Chris Haggard up with us next Tom Bernard Show. Right now, MyPillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the MySlippers the number one selling MyPillow product, and I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code TOM, T-O-M, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me on that one. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for only 25 bucks. regularly priced at 149.98 limited to 10 pairs at checkout, Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M, for this incredible offer. They won't last long, so order now. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy.
1: I'm Sally, and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy, and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy, so we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And
3: Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive.
1: I've been working with them for five years, and and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from radio ads to streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing.
3: Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the
1: entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results.
3: To find out how our experts can help your business grow get in touch today at hubbard
1: from town councils to capitol hill agents who are realtors are advocating for what's right we're working to increase affordable housing supply and ensure fair housing for all realtors are members of the national association of realtors that's who we are
0: text and work text and
2: pretend to work text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working who me Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.
1: If you ask me, now's the perfect time to plan an epic summer when we still have a couple months and there are epic deals at Kohl's. I got myself some cute tees for under 10 bucks each, sandals for everyone in my family at just 20 bucks each, and outdoor patio essentials for 50% off. Plus, I earned a Kohl's cash. These deals won't last long, though. So if you want to stock up and save before summer's even here, you know where to go. Select styles. Offers in April 16th. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details.
2: This is the Tom Bernard Morning
0: Show Podcast. I love how she mentions the 3 you, but not herself. Have you noticed that?
1: Oh, yeah. And she is, I don't care what you say if she's your boss or not, she tells you what to do and you do it.
0: Yeah, she's not even my boss and she still tells me what to do. hmm So what do you think of that action? But I tell you, there's a soft spot there because her voice is almost identical to my mother's. So yeah. that's the problem.
1: Yeah. We planned I think that I'm way. talking
0: to toots. You know what I'm saying?
1: We worked it out that way.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the lovely and talented uh, Chris Eggert. How you doing, Chris? He's not talking you, to me there, because but... I called him lovely and talented. He looks he's
2: frustrated. Oh, he... Yeah, he looks very frustrated. Why does he look frustrated? He looks Chris like Eggert. he's crying. Hello, do you hear me now? now yeah. It now. Bring her down just a oh, little okay. bit. How okay,
3: so I was dicking around with this microphone, and mm. I must have had it on mute. Sorry about that.
0: And now it sounds yeah. terrible. Yeah, now you sound like garbage. <laughs> It does, right? Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah,
1: it sounds like you're, like, talking into, like, a, a can. Yeah.
3: I accidentally touched mute, and... It sounded a little better. Let's just... Maybe I pull away from my face a little bit. Yeah, there you go. Do there that, yeah. Go. yeah. There you go. There you yeah, go, yeah. baby blue eyes. Hey, this is my first day, everybody.
2: <laughs> nope, still sound like crap. Okay, you know what, dude? We're just going to go ahead and restart you. You guys cool with that?
0: I'm fine Tom with me.
2: Okay, we'll restart him. Yep, we'll give you a restart. Hang on a second.
0: I like it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Chris Eggert. By the way isn't can I just call him the C word from now on cuz his name starts with a C? Yeah,
1: he loves that.
0: The C word. Chris. You yeah, know what I mean? Of course. What do you think? That story did pop up again, by the way. sounds like this was just a mistake and no one caught it, but Walmart is pulling T-shirt racks in Canada after someone realized there's a hidden swear word on it. Earth Day is coming up on April 22nd. So they've been selling a shirt that says recycle, reuse, renew, rethink. The problem is the first two letters R and E are out in front, and the words cycle, use, new, and think are aligned vertically in a different font. If you just look at the first letter of each of the four words, they spell the C word, and they put a photo of it up for me. So that's yeah. nice.
1: I, it's one of those things where if they didn't recall it, I don't think this would even be a story. Like, I agree. Like, yep. I remember this is a really just kind of random side thing, but uh, our neighbor who uh, Kenna, who was like probably 11 years old at the time, had a jersey on for her uh, volleyball team, and it was. 69 and she's sitting there skating around Aww. the cul-de-sac and her mom Aww. was like her mom was like she doesn't <laughs> know we're not telling her we're not even you know and it was like so beautifully innocent and we just no one said anything Aww. i know it was it sweet it was it was so endearing because it was like if you pull it from her she'll know so if we just act normal yeah. about it yeah. no one, she'll Kenna will never be the wiser
0: no, you're absolutely right. I think it's a, gr- a great call on your part. Just let it go. She doesn't even know yeah. that everything's good. Yep. Right? Perfect. No question about it. Um, yeah, we're trying to connect with Chris Eggert again because his line was was pretty bad. He's back. Unfortunately. I'm here. Sorry about that. Not a problem. There's nothing you can do about it, is
3: there? I don't know. I feel like I set the chain of events in motion in the first place because no. I was distracted. By the bumper music the cars just when i needed which is still a fantastic song to this day i was uh like rudy i got into a dual uh air guitar thing with him yeah i hit the button and here we are well he was the air drummer of the band
1: oh i see mm -hmm. are you a fidgeter chris are you if you have too much time on your hand you're gonna start touching and should we get you like a fidget spinner
3: I, I fidget the whole newscast. Like, either my leg is, I'm like bouncing my leg, or I'm doing crap with my hand. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. So, how about, are you? A little bit. My husband's way worse. Like, he cannot sit
1: still. All of a sudden, I'll be like trying to do something with him, and he just picks up a random project. He'll be like, oh, I need to like fix the siding right now. Like, he can't sit still for the life of him.
3: I, I would, I would agree with that. Uh, Tom, are you a fidgeter?
0: Not at all. No, no. I, I just I don't know. I, you know, I'm learning a lot about myself now at this point in my life that I did not know hmm. that the way I comport myself makes some people very uncomfortable, which I don't I never knew I was doing that. Apparently I don't scowl a lot, do I do you guys think I scowl a lot? Uh
1: you got a little bit of
2: resting bee face. I could
0: see yeah. that. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm fine with it though. Like I have a resting yeah. bee and I like it. Like I like just a new nice neutral face. <laughs>
3: Uh, you I do. Love. I can see you coming across intimidating, Tom, uh, because Why? I I I know you well enough now. I don't. I, when I see that face, I don't I don't associate it with you being angry. But I could I could see where somebody might get that impression. Really? Yeah.
0: Does it look like Al Capone? Should I get an Al Capone hat? You
3: do have kind of a like a mobster vibe going on in that billboard <laughs> you got
0: hanging up around. The mobster vibe. The mobster vibe. The old MV. <laughs> God, why did they ever get rid? of Well, I could have gotten into mafia in in uh, in Minnesota though, in the Twin Cities, because that uh, the organized crime in Minnesota was was a Jewish mob. It was not Italian. Hmm. Most people don't know that, by the way. Yeah,
1: converting's not easy. So.
0: No, it really isn't. So, Chris, what's the latest?
3: Well, uh, we had a big thing at the, uh, well, I won't say a big thing. We had a thing at the airport this morning. There was a fire in the air traffic control tower. Uh, Smoke in there. Nobody quite knows uh, the details of it yet. But because of that, and because of the time that it happened, it was like right around 5 o'clock this morning. There were some flights coming into the airport that had to either circle um, or, or, you know, just basically be delayed for a while because there's a fire in the air traffic control tower. So that doesn't happen every day. So what do they have to do in the air traffic control tower? If, if there's smoke in there, they have to leave. Right. So that was uh, a little bit of a kerfuffle that happened this morning, but everything at the airport is a okay now. So everybody
0: you know that I Did you out. know that I love the word kerfuffle? Is that why you did that?
3: I did not know that, but now that I do know that, I I will I will do my best <laughs> to get kerfuffle on as often as possible.
0: It's quite the kerfuffle. It, it uh, was
3: a kerfuffle.
0: It was a kerfuffle. Well, Johnny Carson used to use kerfuffle, and what was the other one? Remember the other one he always used? Uh-uh. I saw it. It was quite a brouhaha. Oh, oh. brouhaha,
3: yeah. <laughs> I do like that one. I do like That's that one. one. I will oftentimes it. come across a weird word like that and use it in the newscast for absolutely no reason just because that that's how we amuse ourselves mm-hmm. over here
2: it's pretty lame that. but that's what we do we did, we did try to make Dave Doll uh, meow on the air when he used to be yeah. on the morning show with us, and he was—he's yeah. oh. like, "I'll never do that. I, I i Oh, I could never do that." And then one day out of nowhere, he just sent me a link, and he's like, "Here's last night's show," and just—he's—he's giving the weather, and he's like, "You can see right meow." And I was like, "Dave,
3: <laughs> no way!
2: Look at you, buddy."
3: Yeah, it was great. That's yeah. funny. hmm yeah. Nice job, Dave. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, are you guys, when's the last time you saw the movie 2001 Space Odyssey?
1: I remember we had to watch it in high school, so quite a long time ago.
0: When it came out. That's yeah. the last okay. time I've seen
3: it. Rudy, Who how was? about you? I've never seen it. Oh, God. You got it. Okay, so I, I'm bringing this up. There's a point. Um, it was. We were on a flight, we were on vacation last week, and I had, you know, three hours to kill in the airplane. So I decided to watch it again. I'd seen it before a number of years ago. Um, So I watched it again. And the old 2001 Space Odyssey has a lot of things going on in it right now that are relevant, including HAL, you know, the computer that like runs everything up on that space station. Mm -hmm. It's artificial intelligence, it is exactly what. Like in this movie is what 50 years old, and Hal basically is artificial intelligence that runs the the spaceship. They're out there. I think they're outside of Jupiter, and anyway, it's super creepy when you think about it now because all this AI stuff is in the news, including uh, an article I was reading this morning in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Biden administration's trying to figure out ways to put up some kind of stops or protocols or checks in the AI process so everything doesn't just go into AI and, like, the whole world goes nuts? Because it's a scary thing, uh, particularly when you think about that there is an opportunity for some of this AI to sort of go out on its own and do its thing, like Hal did.
2: Yeah, there is uh, the two gentlemen who came up with deepfakes. You know, when you see a video of Tom Cruise, you know, doing the Macarena Stuff yeah. like that. And it's not really Tom Cruise. Those two guys are Australian. And I just I just listened to him on something the other day. And they are working with the government right now to put a cap on what it is that that technology can do because the technology is too good. And you are going to have situations where people are being shown in videos where they are doing inappropriate things that they don't give their consent to. And it's going to be put out there as an actual legit video. So even these guys who created it are telling the world, this is too much technology. We as humans don't have the wherewithal and forethought to be able to, we're not mature enough to be able to handle this technology.
3: Well, in something like that, which seems rather, you know, um, not harmful. Oh, there's a fake video of Tom Cruise out there. Well, what what happens when there's a fake video of a of a nuclear warhead going off in yeah. a major city? What happens when there's... So there's all sorts of different scenarios, and, and that's just one of them, of how things could be faked. And I was reading another article this morning, uh, I think maybe the New York Post, about AI and how um, a different... A different version of this AI, basically, they asked it to come up with a way to, like, overtake humans or something. And it came up with this whole, like, really crazy-ass scenario of how it would basically set off, set off bombs. And, I mean, just think about it, though, the AI thing, and think about how integrated we are with computers. Uh, it is pretty frightening when you think about, like, a computer network of things basically figuring out a way to, to take everything over.
0: That's Oof. very scary. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah.
3: And that's what that's what I was talking about with HAL the 2001 Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um was basically HAL kills the other astronauts. He it, like he he does them all out except for the one guy who ends up living who figured out a way to like shut HAL down, but it, it's just amazing to me that a movie that old can be that insightful now. Mm-hmm. It's it's super creepy. I would recommend if you want to be super creeped out, go back and watch that 2001 Space Odyssey. It's brilliant. When did that come out? When did that come out? I think it was like 1968 or something. Was it that far
0: back? Really?
3: I, I believe it was. I, I'll look it up. But I think I, I saw 68. Was. Yeah.
1: I was just yeah. looked
0: it up two seconds ago. So it is 68. Yeah, 68. Yeah. That would make sense because I was, you know, fifteen, sixteen years old, and after I saw that movie, I annoyed the piss out of people because I had a my voice dropped when I was eleven, so I had yeah. kind of a deep voice at eleven, but I would literally after I saw that movie, I'd wander around constantly going, Daisy, Daisy, give me up. Remember that from the movie? Uh-huh. Yep, yep,
3: yep. That's and when they annoyed- shut. That's when they shut Hal down, and he's dying his <laughs> slow computer death. <laughs>
0: People would go, "Stop doing that, Bernard! I hate that!" Like, come on, man! I'm having fun. Freaky, man!
3: I don't know. I I got into watching weird things like that over the last couple days. Uh, Everything, everywhere, all at once. Have you guys seen that one? The movie that won all the awards this year? No, I still haven't. I started it when I was feeling anxious, and so I.
1: Didn't want to keep watching oh. it, but I really want. But now I'm like in a better headspace. It was like post baby. I started watching it, and I felt like too much, too much decisions and things like consequences. But I've heard it's super good if you give it, give it all your energy and all your
3: your uh, attention. Tom, have you seen it, Rudy? I have
0: not. No, I, I have not seen it.
2: I tried to watch it on my last flight on Delta, and the little ear put, uh, earbuds that they give you. It sounded yeah. like it was coming through a tin can. So I just got Ooh, angrily ah. tore the earbuds out and just sat there begrudgingly silent for three hours. Yeah,
3: I, I, I can see that. Yeah. It, it sort of deals. It sort of deals with some of the. I, I don't know. It's kind of like a modern day Matrix set centered around a Chinese American family and. A, Uh, middle-aged mom who's kind of going through crisis but it's all it's basically the matrix it's just reset in like this different in a different setting Uh but you definitely have to be in the right headspace to get into it because Hmm. uh, like i could see after i could see dumping out of it after about 10 minutes because it's a lot yeah but Um, since I had already been into 2001 space odyssey (laughs) (laughs) randomly watching these, you know, movies. Yeah. So anyway, it, uh, it's very mind expanding, you know what I'm saying?
1: And you liked it?
3: I did. Yeah. But but I could uh, like, had to be in the right mood.
1: Yeah. Like I really want to go back to it. I, uh, I recently watched the whale after, like I tried starting the whale and I got really sad and then I rewatched, I finally finished that like two weeks ago and I was like, all right, that's pretty good. You, it's so funny how that can impact you if your mood is down and you're like, I, mm-hmm. I emotionally cannot handle this right now.
0: He was terrific on, in that, I thought. I thought he did a great job in that movie.
1: I thought so, too.
0: Did you see uh, My Name is Otto?
1: No, I haven't. Is that one wow. really good?
0: I really like it a lot. A lot of people didn't care for it. They thought that was okay. I thought it was terrific. I thought he did I thought Tom Hanks killed it, did a great job.
3: It's hard for Tom Hanks to like mess something up. That's right? true, yeah, right? Sure. Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: That's true. Yes.
3: Even even bad Tom Hanks is better than ninety percent of other you know other actors in the
0: in the world. Um, do you get you guys take the opinion now that movies aren't as good as streaming?
1: No, I think that you know it all kind of meshes together. Like I don't even know oh, okay. what where things derive from. You know, like. I kind of put them all in the same category. Uh, It depends. And a lot of times I watch movies on streaming services just because I'm too lazy to get a babysitter and go to the theater. Right. I I
2: think everybody thought Top Gun was going to save the theater, but... I, I saw Air over the weekend with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Yeah, Incredible movie. Who would have thought they could make an incredible movie about a shoe? And it is so good. You have that going on right now. You have Super Mario for the kids. And then a little lesser known movie that I have not seen yet, but it's on the radar and I can't wait to watch it is Paint. Hmm. Paint What's is that? it's Owen Wilson as Bob Ross. You oh know? yeah 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and apparently
1: it is outstanding, and I'm, nobody's talking about it. You guys are still missing a demographic that's gonna get reeled, in. I for sure will go to the movie theater for the Barbie movie. Like oh yeah, I will make all my friends go. We will. I will. I will go to the Barbie movie
3: Can't for sure. Wait. Like Damn.
1: that's one I think is going to help get people to the theaters. Mm-hmm. That
3: that air, jo- the shoe movie did not do well either. Like it no. in the box office, so to get, it, it was a fairly low take for its opening week.
2: Yeah. Which is crazy because on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 99% with critics yeah. and with the Whoa. audience. But
1: don't you feel like that's one of those ones? Like I for sure want to see that and I know I'm going to like it. I just know I don't have to see that in theaters. Like, it's not one of those ones that's like, it's a theater movie. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, it's yeah. going to be a really good plot. And yeah. I, I can do that at home.
2: Yeah, you and Justin would love to just sit on the couch and watch totally. this together.
1: Yeah. Thousand mm-hmm. percent. We'll both like mm-hmm. it.
0: You know what I'm grateful for? The huh. fact that I can watch The Godfather at least once a week. Thank you very much. Great to be here. If you
3: put on AMC, you can see it about once every three hours.
0: <laughs> You're right. It's on, it is on AMC constantly. That's
3: funny <laughs> like, just, I don't even know if they show anything else now except for The Godfather and Goodfellas, and, you know, it, which I like because you can sort of pick it up whenever, but yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, is that movie, does it still have the impact, because you're in a different generation, does it still have the impact that it did, you know, back, well, not when it came out, but maybe, because it came out, I think, in 1971, that movie is 52 years old, Jesus, I can't believe that, but, you know, like, let's say 20, 15, 20 years ago, Uh, do you think it's holding up really well?
2: Yeah, no, the movie definitely holds up. I don't think that there's as many people as, they don't hold it in as high regards as we once used to. Because there's been so many good movies that have come out since then. But yes, for its day and even today, when you show that movie to a younger generation, I don't know anybody who is like, I do have friends of mine right now that are currently in a film school. And all of them agree, and they're still kids that are in their twenties, young, you know, like twenty-two, twenty-three. They reference The Godfather as being one of the best films of all time.
0: Yeah, I, I think I would agree with that one hundred percent. It's a magnificent movie. I saw it with all my, all five of the boys in my family: Terry, Tom, Todd, Tony, and Troy. All got together and went to the uh, Southtown movie theater. Remember the Southtown movie theater? Uh huh. I loved that movie theater. I loved it. But yeah, it's uh, well, The Offer, did you guys watch the TV show The Offer? Mm -mm. No. No, I heard it's great. It's phenomenal. It's about the making of The Godfather. And it just won, didn't it win a bunch of awards and all that stuff? Hmm. I think.
3: I remember you talking about this before, Tom, just because Mm -hmm. I was fascinated by it. And then now you're reminding me I needed to follow up on that and watch it. (laughs)
0: And I never had a show then, so I was just standing in the street talking about
1: it. <laughs> that sounds like you. Uh-huh.
0: That sounds like something you just do. Preaching
1: the
3: good a good word. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, no question about it. And how many, and you guys, because it came out in 72, you weren't even around yet. But uh, every tough kid in, in your inner city neighborhoods, every one of them had to use a line, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. Oh, the, everybody sure. wanted to say that line. It was hilarious. You're threatening people Yeah, you're like,
2: no, I will not trade this Babe Ruth rookie card for a stick of gum No, I will not That is an offer I can refuse, thank you
0: Oh, it's interesting you bring that up Because I literally looked at a headline while you were saying that Did you hear about Eddie Van Halen's guitar? I did see that, yes Eddie Van Halen's guitar for the Hot for Teacher video could sell for $3 million Wow Mm -hmm. Holy God That video
2: just catapulted me into manhood. I don't know about you guys, but it is. That video is still one of the best today. And my favorite part about it. Did you guys ever meet Michael Anthony from Van Halen? Mm-hmm. What nice yep. guy. Great guy. Yep. Terrible dancer. Oh,
0: awful! That <laughs> I, I didn't
2: know. That. We'll, well, watch the Hot for Teacher video because at the end, when they're all like supposed to be dancing simultaneously, it's the you know the whole band, and then Diamond Dave is up there kind of doing the frontman stuff. But it's like Eddie and Alex and Michael, and they're supposed to be like synchronized dancing, and Eddie and Alex are in perfect step, but Michael is like
3: three steps behind all of them. Aww. I remember that. Yes, now. you almost, you almost. I think it was like done that way just to like ah look how silly they are the, yeah. but it's bad it's yeah.
2: it's really bad and I think that must have been like the sixth take and the director just went I'm ready this is yeah. what this Let's is the best it. we're gonna get just Let's go, go to lunch print it yeah
0: <laughs> yeah that's no I that, will tell you what that band um, they came through town a lot and one they'd stop by or you'd run into them whatever those guys were pretty damn decent everybody in Van Halen was a pretty decent person I think yeah. Seemed like it anyway. It sounds so, like uh,
3: Eddie had his moments and was kind of, yeah, you know, yeah. um, well, because he was, uh, he had such a uh, high standard and expectations. And, and I think that that was something that you hear a lot of about Eddie, but it, never yeah. that he was a bad human being or anything. It was just that, you know, guy, uh, guy wanted things to be the way he wanted them to be.
0: Yeah. Was that your doorbell that just went off there?
3: I, 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 I think that may have been Chris
2: getting in a, an email. It sounded like it came through the internet. Oh, you yeah. got
0: to go! Oh, you do have <laughs> to go. I'm sorry, I'm holding you up here.
3: You, I mean, I didn't know that's what that was. It may
1: have been, yeah. Chris, but, yeah. we didn't know you're so popular.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <sighs>
1: Oh, Chris Eggert's
2: Ooh. gonna get
3: on TV. Yeah, oh, he's I'm super get on popular. T- I can assure
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Eddie Van Halen, when he opened up the Hard Rock Cafe in Las Vegas, a friend of mine was a disc jockey out there, and he was standing next to Eddie, and he's mesmerized because it's Eddie Van Halen. Oh my gosh, Eddie Van Halen! And Eddie's like he's patting down his pockets, and he's got a smoke dangling out of his mouth, and he looks over at uh, a friend of mine, Todd, and he goes, "Hey, man, you got a lighter on you?" And Todd, like, nervously digs in his pockets, and he pulls out a lighter, and he hands it to Eddie, and Eddie lights the smoke, and he goes, thanks, and he sticks the lighter in his pocket, and he walks away. <laughs> Goodbye.
0: <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah. All right, Chris. Well, another magnificent report, I thought.
3: Yeah. Uh, you know, we laughed, we cried, we, um, we had some deep thoughts
0: we did indeed. There's no question. And we look forward to tomorrow.
3: <laughs> You're like, we did? I don't remember any of that crap happening. Talented
1: man.
0: I just went along with it. I thought it was terrific. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll talk to you later, Chris. Thank you. We shall take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes right after this. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killabrew. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew root beer and cream soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killabrew root beer and cream soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made.
3: Spring Fest Savings is here at Lowe's. Don't miss out on the best deals of the season, like three free bags of miracle Grow garden soil when you buy three. Plus, save on other items like select laundry pairs. Get an additional $100 off select laundry pairs when you spend $1,296 or more. Head to your local Lowe's or visit Lowe's.com to shop Spring Fest Savings today. Vow through 412. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Selection varies by location. While supplies last, exclusions apply. See Lowe's.com for details. oh, oh. oh.
0: Protect your vehicle's engine with SynTech and O'Reilly Auto Parts. SynTech Premium Full Synthetic Motor Oil is formulated for today's engines to dissipate heat and friction and reduce wear. Get 5 quarts of Syntec Full Synthetic and a MicroGuard Select Filter for just 33 dollars Limit supplies. See store for details. Get Syntec only at O'Reilly Auto Parts.
3: Oh, 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 O'Reilly
0: Auto Parts. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs.